The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Hey, Anthony. Yeah, Chris? You ever heard the term two shakes of a lamb's tail? Like, I'm, I'll get that to you in two shakes of a lamb's tail. I, I honestly have never heard that. Really? You've yes. never heard that? That's a phrase. That means that you're going to get it done super quick. Okay. I mean, I could see that being taken from that. So from that, why, uh, why do you think? Why do you think the phrase two shakes of a lamb's tail means to be super quick? I'm a, my, I mean, okay. <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. I'm thinking and going off in the idea that uh, you're getting it done super quick because if you're going to go up to a farm animal, such as like a lamb or like a goat, and you're going to shake it, you're going to get your ass kicked. Like it's going to, like you're going to get booted. Hang on a second. Who said <laughs> shaking a lamb? It's two shakes of a lamb's tail. I, I know. I know. I've never heard this phrase before. I, I don't know where it's come from, so I don't know origin of it so i'm i'm thinking that it would mean or it stems from the idea that you got to make it hurry and snappy and so you pick uh, up a lamb and shake the shit out of it no 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 more or less i i mean like you're walking up to the live lamb and you're going to like grab his tail and shake it but you got to be really quick because it'll can i ask you, you can i ask you something first of all have you ever been around a lamb i'm sure i probably wasn't like at the petting zoo when i was a little kid how big is a lamb's tail Little, little, little nub, right? Maybe I don't. Okay, know. Okay, so, so for listeners who are listening in this moment, we're on Zoom, and I saw your hand motion, uh, and you were—it was almost a foot. A foot long is what you literally just measured out with your hands. That's not a foot long. That's not a foot, bro. This is like so a- that is not a nub. That right there is not a it's nub. About, okay, that's about like four or five inches. So you think a lamb's tail is about four or five inches long? Sure. It's probably know. it's probably the size of your thumb. Or maybe this your thumb from the half knuckle up. That's that's a lamb's tail. So if it shakes twice, how fast do you think it is? F- f- probably like probably a quick shake then. Right. Okay. That's where they get it. That's where they got it from. Okay. I can you see want, that also being you, a- you want me to learn you something else? Learn me something. Si- scientists have a- unofficially given the term shake to 10 nanoseconds so 10 nanoseconds is considered a shake so two shakes of a lamb's tail is technically 20 nanoseconds hmm. now nanosecond is one tenth of a second or is it like i mean like how long how, like how many nanoseconds complete a second this show is way too long Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Chris and Anthony. Just can't stop. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Chavez. 
Oh, yeah. That's Anthony interrupting. <laughs> we don't even have to introduce you, dude. The second that I'm introducing myself and you start talking, people are like, oh, yeah, that is Anthony. <laughs> We're back, guys. Another week. Uh, another week joined by special guest co-host Amber Cohn. How is it that you don't slap him when he talks? Like, like I, I would, I would expect to see his face so calloused by now, because there's so many times you just want to slap him when he says things. Well, uh, what actually happens <laughs> is when he's sleeping, he sleeps so deeply. I get my kicks by putting a pillow over his face and just kind of <laughs> holding it there. As soon as he starts twitching, you're like, okay, let him breathe again. Exactly, let him breathe again. It, it's. It's like the killer version, the the this killer version of edging. <laughs> that is so amazing, but it's, it's like so that, it's so like accurate. Scrubs where uh, Doctor Cox has the cuts on his arms, and they're like, "Oh, Perry, did you figure out uh, where you got those scratches and cuts last night?" He's like, "No," and it's Jordan cutting him in, in his sleep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh man, so we're back for another week of Chris and Anthony just can't stop. Where Chris and Anthony get creepy. We're watching. We watched another horror movie. I mean, this this is going to be an interesting conversation, okay? But we watched another horror movie for this one. Um, this time we didn't watch it together. This time because of scheduling, you guys watched it on your own. I watched it on my own. Anthony slept through half of it, so twice. Uh, we- it wasn't through half. <laughs> it was the last. The last story I. I no. fell asleep a couple times. I mean, it's not even a last story. That literally was like a huge plot line, and you were dozing off through it. Wow. Wow. It'll be interesting to see what he has to say. Um, yeah. So let's just get into it, because I don't feel like there needs to be any kind of chit-chat here in the beginning. Mm-mm. Like, Amber, it feels like you're already part of the show in that regard, so it's not like we have to be like, so, Amber. No, but, I've been no. here for a while. So, Anthony. No, I'm just kidding. Um <laughs> So this time we decided we were going to check out a Shutter exclusive, another Shutter exclusive. I think it's the Shutter original, honestly, isn't it? Yeah, I feel like it is. Okay. I'm almost positive. Um, I'm not aware of that one or not. This time we decided to do anthology, an anthology films. Oh, so let's have a little chit chat here right before we start. Yeah. Uh, no, you said Amber, none. When I said <laughs> when I said anthology, you're like, yeah, Anthony doesn't like anthologies. No, every time I try to get him to watch one, he's like, uh, not really. I don't really like it. Why is that, Anthony? What is? What do you have against anthology films? Uh, it's not what I have. A... Actually, what I don't like about them is the short contained self-stories when I'm watching a movie. It's like when I'm watching a movie, I like to sit down and become immersed and involved in a, in a story. Like when I sit down and watch a movie, I want a long story format. So usually, so you like was, it long. Yes. You like longer. Yes. You like the longers. Long you don't like and short, and thick. nice, big, thick movie. Yeah. Full of details. Veiny movie. Sweet. What? Full. <laughs> Nothing. Go on. Oh, okay. Go on. <laughs> All right. So yeah. So, um, but you. But so you don't a, like. You don't. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, so but so like when I get a uh, anthology or when I think of a typical anthology, I'm seeing like the storybook open up and it's just like five three or five shorter like 20 minute stories and it's like i'm all for it but when i sit down to watch a movie i want uh an hour and a half like story i don't want a lot of times well a lot of times anthology films especially if they're done right and here's the other piece of it do you know that the majority of anthology films are horror films 
I was looking this up. There, so there are other movies that have antholo- that are anthology films that aren't the horror genre, but the majority of them are. But when you do have an anthology film, there is always the into- like this underlying overarching storyline that is the way that these little stories are introduced, right? This big story. So it still is kind of a big story. It's like watching a movie within a movie. Mm-hmm. Which is what I got from this one. And uh, I think we actually watched a couple other anthologies last week. We watched week. the Mortuary Collection oh, you or something. think of that? I really liked it, <sighs> honestly. Good. And I think that was a good precursor to Scare Package in the way that there was multiple little movies inside of a big one yes. that kind of all added up i'll yeah. say like the, the more the mortuary one really was like here's a movie but you're gonna get some stories within it what was and your favorite was, story in that one Ooh. dude the weird one for me was the lady who saw people all like like distorting and shit and it was all black and white and she had her kids in the waiting room with her and everything was just dirty and disgusting why don't i remember that really why don't I remember that? I don't Wait remember that one. Hold are on a second. What's are we talking the, about the, the same one? Maybe. Let's see. What's the name of the movie again? Mortuary. Collection, I think. I'm looking it up now. Oh, I'm Mortuary. looking it up myself. Okay. Mortuary uh, Collection. Am yeah. I thinking, oh, I might have been thinking of a different uh, anthology. I just, dude, I've watched like four or five <laughs> anthologies recently in a row. Um, so maybe I am not thinking of the same thing. No, it's the Mortuary Collection. It's with the girl who ends up at right. a mortuary. Right. Um, what are the stories that are in it? Oh, God. Um, One of them is the guy who ends up like basically killing his wife. And he has to deal with his wife and like her dead body because she um, she's sick and he doesn't want to take care of her anymore. So he tries to end her life. And he's like, give me a sign. Give me something before I kill you to know that you're still there. And she doesn't. So then he kills her. And then as she's dying, she like looks at him and grabs his hand. And then she's like, fucked. Oh, yeah. And then he hides her in the trunk. And then there's just blood everywhere. Yeah. I liked. I. What did you think about the one the dude that was that got pregnant? That was oh my gosh! <laughs> I was like, "Huh?" It that one took me for a ride because I did not think that that was going to happen, and nothing that happened was what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, like even when it was like, th- like he wants to, even when like he goes to visit the family and they're getting him ready for everything, it's like, okay, this is going to end out one way, and it just, nah. Left See, now I, ha- now I have to go back and, and the, the story I'm thinking of, I got to remember which one it was. Because, again, it was an anthology film. Um, and I was just, I was, it was so weird. It was one of these, I gotta, I'm going to have to look it up. And, and it, hopefully before the end of the show, I'll have found what it was. Well, um, I, I like the one story from the, uh, from the Mortuary Collection. Oh, uh, Nightmare Cinema. Did you watch Nightmare Cinema yet? Not yet. No. I actually just. I think, Anthony, I think that's the one I told you she should watch next. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Okay. So wait till you get to that. But there's a story about this woman that no matter who she sees, except for her kids, they start to become more and more deformed. Ooh, and it's all in black okay. and white, and it's all really like it's it's, it's like an, Twilight it's Zone. These, it sounds it's like. a mind fuck, dude. Well, no this okay. this one story is black and white. Okay. Um, all right. But yeah, when you watch it, let me know what you think because that was another good. That was actually a really good one, and I wish I would have said, "Hey, let's watch it for this one." Uh, not that. The one we didn't watch wasn't good, or was it? We'll see, right? Like, that's the point <laughs> to us talking about it today. So, yes, we did. We did an anthology film. Mm-hmm. 
we convinced Anthony to do it, and true to nature, he fell asleep. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> twice, <laughs> twice. Uh, but he's like, "Yo, we're we're gonna have to watch it again because uh, Amber fell asleep." I'm like, "There's no way Amber fell asleep through the movie." Amber totally was falling asleep and was tired the first time we watched. It. I was tired, <laughs> but he actually <laughs> fell asleep. <laughs> he was actually <laughs> asleep. <laughs> We both were um, like, we're tired. Anthony, you got to talk into the mic, dude. He kept yelling at me, saying that so I know. wasn't talking to the mic. <laughs> He's the professional, right? I'm trying to fa- I'm trying to troubleshoot. We're good. <laughs> so, okay. So, we did this. We watched Scare Package. Mm-hmm. Um, I, okay, so let's break it. Let's go into it immediately. Yeah, right? let's, let's, get let's into just it. start How talking you... about the stories. So the way this opens up is that, and at first it's it's a little confusing unless you like. Yes. you're like, wait, what Completely the hell's happening? Right, confusing. So this, I so there's this guy that starts. Uh, oh, what's the abs, absolute opening piece of it? It's he's um, the opener. He's a cold. It's a cold open. Yeah, it's the, the cold open. But what opener. is it? What was it? He was doing. In, oh, he was. Very, he was fixing the signs. He, he was, was switching a sign to make the one asylum and one to go yes. off the beat. So path. he's messing with something, right? And then these kids come up, and it's it's. Are we going to the campsite or to the uh, asylum, the, the insane asylum? And like the insane, a uh, haunted insane asylum. Like the kid messed it up, so they ended up heading mm-hmm. that way instead of to the campgrounds. Um, and then it cuts to him in his regular life. Right. And he's friends with this girl who's doing the boxing thing. And their conversation is, is that he talks about how he's always the, just the guy that sets everything up. And and he, what it would it be like to 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 actually go through something and this and that. And she's like, well, what do you think it feels like to, you know, have a perfect aim and perfect headshot or something to that effect? And then every time I pull the trigger, it hits them in the shoulder. Mm-hmm. He's, she's like, well, how do you think that feels? And so after a while, I started to realize I'm like, oh, they're talking about a part in a horror movie like what is their part then i'm thinking oh so are they actors that's what i thought mm-hmm. i thought they were that's actors same here Anthony, they're not i did was you sleep through this part no i did not okay. i didn't fall asleep <laughs> to the very last one okay. that I... is such a lie Completely. <laughs> <laughs> he was in and out of he... the very last one is when no I was... no this dude, is amazing you fell asleep 40 minutes in and that's when i was like we need to go <laughs> exactly. to bed because so i'm then, tired so it's an hour up. and a half movie you <laughs> fell asleep halfway through yes this is but amazing co- total i saw so hunt. anyway so the cold so, open how were you thinking when you heard them talking and when she punches them in the face like what were you thinking when that happened I was a little confused because I, I was assuming that this was a setup of sorts for an anthology, uh-huh. um, but I didn't know if they were trying to do like the scream route where it was like kind of like it was self- meta. It, I didn't know if it was a meta thing and if it was self-acknowledging, but then it was the whole he wanted to wait to get to the end and I had suspicions. Yeah, like I, I had suspicions. I'm like, all right, so is this that he is setting up for like a prank where like people are... They want to get scared, and he wants to be the one that gets to scare them at the end. Like I know I it was see. like an so acting a, okay. thing. See, that's the thing too. That's, so at I first I thought acting that. right, but before she punched him, I started to think to myself, "No, these are actually like if if horror movies were reality, these are them. Like this mm-hmm. is the reality for them. This is what they know, right?" Yep. And immediately we cut to the next scene where he's this electrician and he's doing things at the box. These two girls are in the background at the house, and he ends up cutting the wrong wire, right? And so that's when I'm like, yes, that's what they're doing. The premise, I'm already loving it. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. this is going to be cool. Let's see how this goes. Um, and and that is the case, right? So this is a character that 
it's it's almost as if characters in a fictional movie became self-aware and then decided they wanted a certain you know i want a different role i don't want to keep being this kind of cold open guy um so but he is the cold open guy at the beginning he's the reason that the power goes out while these girls are at home by themselves Mm -hmm. uh and then all of a sudden you know it becomes and how funny is it though right he shows up and says, I'm here to help you. And these, and obviously, these are two girls with this weirdo that's showing up that they've never seen before. They're already going to be on edge. They're already going to be like, yeah, I don't think so. Like, what made him think that that would be fine with them? Yep. That was, I mean, it definitely gives off the serial, the serial killer vibe. And it's like, all right. So I, at this point, I was picturing him becoming the serial killer. That's what I was thinking was happening. I couldn't tell whether or not he wanted to be the hero to save them. Because it was kind of misleading. Well, but he says something. He makes a comment about like, oh, wow, like now he's going to get to see what happens and now he's going to be a part of it. Uh, but that's exactly what ends up happening. It's it's one of these kinds of things where all kinds of things go wrong, which in turn kind of puts him in the role of the actual killer. Like mm-hmm. he does kill these girls on accident, both times complete accidents. Ends up getting a mask. The friend comes in and busts in, and it was how funny. I mean, like, so what was your thought after you finished that story? Uh, just the story, not not pulling out yet, not going into the main story, but just this main story about an idea that that characters become self aware and want to alter their role in a fictional story. I mean, I I knew I was in for a ride, whether it be a very um, artistic, inter- uh, a very artistically done. Uh, like all, the, I, I'm assuming all the uh, different anthology movies are going to be done by different teams, and they're going to all have this flavor, some of this take on the horror movie within the horror movie. So I was already ready for a unique experience. See, I was more like, okay, this is going to end, and then we're just going to go into another one. I yeah. wasn't expecting uh anything further. I was like, okay, this is going to just be another anthology afterwards. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't expecting too much. I was like, that's a cool idea, but you know, on to the next one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so for me, I thought it was kind of fun. Like, I, I liked that there was a lot, there was humor in it. The idea that, like, he's slipping and fucking just jabbing shears into the girl's chest, you know? And it's always got to un- be shears. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, like, that's my thing. Real. Like, I like, I did kind of, because to me, it brought that. So horror is is the overall genre, right? But there's all different kinds of horror. There's sci-fi horror. There's psychological. There's paranormal. There's found footage. We've discussed this, but uh, there's also comedy horror where it has a lot of aspects of horror and even their points of like where you can be terrified or scared about something but then the comedy comes in and it just it's part of and if it's done well you get things like Shaun of the Dead right or for me this opener because I thought this Mm -hmm. opener was I thought it was brilliant by the time they were I was just like oh this is so good like he's literally sitting there with his friend splattered in blood has the mask i mean the whole thing and he's just like i just wanted to try something and she's like well you know you got to do it you know what i mean just these two Mm -hmm. sitting together talking about it and then she had to arrest him and take him out and then it brings us into the actual overarching story right that this was actually a story being told to the so there's two guys in a car the passenger has the script in his lap that's called cold open and basically he's like so that's what it is and the guy driving is just like, you know, it's kind of cool, pulls over to drop him off. And he's like, you should never accept rides from strangers. That's how horror movies start. Mm-hmm. M- music kicks in. I got to tell you, I was Love just it. like, okay, this is going to be great, right? Mm-hmm. Then we find out that the driver is a guy named 
Chad. Uh, and he yep. works Rad at Chad. Rad Chad's video rental store or whatever it's called. Uh, and the whole so the overarching story is this guy works at a, at a video store that's been trying to hire for a long time. They get this new hire that comes in and we follow Chad, the new hire and an eccentric customer. Right. The customer originally is the one that tries to apply. And Chad's like, yeah, no. And he's one of these people who's like, that's the annoying guy, but you kind of deal with him anyway. He's, mm-hmm. he's the one keeping you in business. Anthony, you worked day. at Walgreens. You know that there's those oh, people God, yeah. that they're annoying, but you're still just kind of like, yeah, whatever. Like you put up with them a little bit, right? I mm-hmm. thought you were going to call Anthony the annoying guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it's like to be the annoying guy. Um, <laughs> I've been that guy in some stores probably. <laughs> um, but that's the overarching story. And so we get all of these little vignettes throughout the movie in different ways like sometimes mm-hmm. it, they take a, a vhs cassette off the thing throw it in the vcr and the movie that's on tv is what we get into sometimes mm-hmm. it's just based on whatever they're discussing maybe it's a poster on the wall that draws us in whatever it is you know the overarching story again is the the video store the video store clerk uh the annoying guy and boy does it go crazy at the end but hmm. let's get into the next story the next yeah. one is called uh one time in the woods which Amber, I want you to tell me about this. That one probably, out of all of them, I think that one might have been my favorite. <laughs> um, and what's funny is before I watched it, uh, I was trying, I was looking at the ratings and I was looking at the comments and the only comment I remember actually reading was, I feel like they spent their whole budget on the second scene. <laughs> and I was like huh okay so I'm watching it to like see about that I disagree completely I think that there was enough budget for everything yeah but this one was wild from like (laughs) beginning to end and it shows that it specifically has like that one specific short showed that the entire movie including that short had expect the unexpected like every time you thought you knew what was going to happen you didn't but it also held on to the comedy Mm -hmm. right oh yeah held on to that so it made you it's also getting you ready for okay this isn't going to be edge of your seat terrifying this is going to be a roller coaster ride of enjoyment if if you have the right mindset for it Mm -hmm. and gore this film yes so this one right into the woods or what is it called that one time in the woods yeah one time Um, in the woods one time in the woods is these two couples that are camping and they're setting up tents and they're doing all these things. Right. And there's the main couple and they know this other girl and this new boyfriend she has. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden out of the woods comes this madman. His shirt's all ripped up and he's like, you guys gotta, you gotta stop me. You gotta contain me. You gotta help me. And and you're like, what? And he, all of a sudden he starts contorting and all this green slime just starts blowing out of him. Right. And you realize, holy shit, he's turning into something. Right. So the new boyfriend, man, he comes in, kicks into play and saves the day after this guy like melts Melts. into this. So we're going to come back to this in a second. I just want to finish how this finishes out. But what what you said, you expect the unexpected. You're thinking, okay, now what? What are they going to do here? No, the new boyfriend is a killer. And so now the rest of the movie is them trying to survive that. Now let's go back. Do you guys watch trauma films? No, what? but I've seen enough of stuff from the con scene so that trauma, that's exactly what I was thinking. Trauma is a production company that has put out like excessive B movies that are 
exactly what you saw in this. Really? Over the top blood, over the top mm. gore, over the top everything, which is absolutely and the humor. But it's also meant to be bad. Like that's the beauty and genius behind that those films. Toxic Avenger. That was their big one of their biggest film. Uh, Heard of that one? Kabuki Cop, um, uh, Surf Nazis, something or I can't remember all of these. Uh, dude, there's a whole bunch. There was a bunch that were filmed around here. I used to work mm-hmm. at a, with a guy at Geico that was an extra in one of these <laughs> trauma films. Yeah. yeah, dude. So if you've not watched trauma films uh, and you got Amazon Prime, they have a whole lot of trauma films that are primed, so you can watch do. them for free. All, All you gotta right. do is search search trauma. I so never over seen the them. over the top, just really graphic, just like you saw in this in this segment here. Um, but yeah, dude, like. The comedy involved also. This dude's melted, right? But he literally sounded like he was Ryan Reynolds. Like the wittiness, the way he was just kind of like, it was amazing. I the, loved it. The whole, the whole, come over here, please. Come here. Where, where yeah, he gets just this. help me out. Help just me please, out, please. please. Ah, oh, I thought <laughs> I could have got it. Sorry. <laughs> He's like, like Sorry, I, 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 I thought I could contain it. Nope, I nope, can't. I can't contain it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> and then she's turning, and you're just like. Oh really? Yeah, that's the best part too. When she turns, and then he's just like, "Okay, listen, see this green line? You're that's your side there. This is my side here." <laughs> and they're just a mel- melted pile of goo. Oh, God, goo. how amazing, right? But- he rips the guy's legs off and is beating him with the legs. <gasps> yes! Oh <laughs> and my the guys, gosh! And the guy's narrating it. He's like, "I can't believe you're ripping off my legs and beating me with them." <laughs> Well, I what I liked about this, and I thought it was uh, it, this was a great movie to kind of come to pull in as like the second anthology portion, is that it was very different than the cold open. Yeah, very different, and they different all style are. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it just jumps, and they but they all have this. Uh, I don't think it to me none of none of the individual vignettes outshone outshone. Yeah, yeah. Or outshone the other shined. ones. Outshined the other ones. Like they each had their own. Like this oh, well, is well, we're gonna have to good. pick this which one we like the most at the end. So, but you. Hmm. So what you said earlier is typically the case, Anthony. When you have uh, anthology, excuse me, anthology films, um, they're typically not all done by the same people. You're gonna get all different filmmakers and writers, so that you get it's it's a different experience. It's kind of like this. You get all different things, right? And that's how this was because this one, uh, one time in the woods, is complete over the top. Like I said, it's like a trauma film. Like like you're seeing arms being ripped off, you know, legs being ripped off, a guy literally melting into a big puddle of of, of toxic like, oozes, skin and ooze. Yeah, and, it, and it's he's literally got this just skull guts. that's talking, dude. He's just a talking skull. Like, how about when the one guy like goes and squeezes the kid, and he's like, "You're abnormally strong." It's <laughs> <Just>, like <laughs> blood just pouring out of his mouth, but like, uh, and and like his guts just dropping out of his pant leg mm-hmm. in that moment. Yeah, dude, it's definitely one of those films. And I just remember just thinking, okay, I'm so glad I'm into this because this is going to be a fun, fun anthology series. Oh, yeah. It was a ride. This is then, a- we get into, <laughs> then we get into Mister, M-I-S-T-E-R, right? And the idea is, is there's this guy at a bar, uh, and you can tell he's kind of down on his luck. He goes to the bathroom, and mm-hmm. he sees this this ad that says Mister, and it, I can't remember what it stands for. Give me a sec. I'll look it Ooh. up here. In a- I didn't uh, pick that up. But so Mister stands for men. E-R. Uh, it's M I S T E R. All all dots. It's all it's because it stands for men in serious turmoil establishing rights. And while he's reading this, the part of the ad also says 
uh, be a man. And then he gets a flashback of him and his conversation with his wife and they have their kid. And it's it, it comes across as she's berating him. He's like, well, what do you want from me? And she's like, you need to be a man. Right. He's like, then he comes back to this. He's like, let me check this out because it sounds like it's a group. So he goes to it. And we see the group in in progress, and it's basically that it's complete uh, masculinity. Uh, incel. Yes. it's an yes. incel support it's, group. It's a hardcore like testosterone. Like we need to be men. We have been castrated in society. People want us to show feelings. We're not supposed to be this way. We're supposed to be primal. This whole thing, right? And the yep. dude's kind of watching it. And he's like, you know, this looks like it might be something I need. And the leader's like, hey, why don't you join our party? We have a party after this, a special party, which happens to be in the middle of a football field. So, okay, you're like, oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. Right? They're throwing footballs and stuff. And it turns out to be different. What's up, I'll, Anthony? I'll say that uh, the minute it started talking about the whole primal men, uh, I just started kind of looking at them. And I noticed that they were all kind of like scraggly, like the lumberjack. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Type and I saw hairy, it coming. hairy guys. I saw beards. the I saw the turn coming. So the turn was is that they uh they ended up being a whole set of werewolves, which I liked the transformations on these werewolves. Yes, this I like felt... that they all looked different, right? There was different yes. things. One person had a full like kind of wolf mm-hmm. head. The other guy was just getting all hairy and kind of freaking out. Like it One was had the eyes and shit. Like the practical effects. I mean, it looked hokey enough. But it was done well. And it was just like, yes, this is great. I'm in for it. And then what is it? I, I can't tell what this dude was, but he ended up dropping a bag to his side and he, he grabs steaks. Or, and again, or this is this is following and- this is following the same theme that um you think you know what's going to happen. And for mm-hmm. you, you think the twist is that these people are werewolves and they're going to hunt this guy. Mm-hmm. And then it switches on you again. And this guy ends up being, being the a hunter. hunter. Like he hunts mm-hmm. werewolves and slaughters them. And then. So he could get their hide. Just to get their hide and bring it back home. Because here's another twist they're <laughs> Satan worshippers. What the. F- Plot. Yeah. They had all everyone in hoods, you know, holding hands around a pentagram. <laughs> he comes home like- and do a ritual. It's like. Oh, I got them. And the wife's like, they're going to be so excited. I'm so happy you got this. And he's just like, I did it for you, baby. Like, like, <laughs> like this is how Satanists show true compassion. They like, you know, they go out, hunt werewolves and, and skin you know. them. And-, and to be honest, I got to go back. And I think what it was is he said, well, what do you want? And she said, uh, be a man, knowing she wanted that him to go for. Now you look back. She's telling him you need to go hunt them. Right. Yep. Go get them. Um, but so again, I feel like every single time I was watching this and another thing was unfolding and the story was happening, and I'm seeing the characters, I'm seeing the the, the production it's, value. I just keep going, man, this is fun. I'm enjoying this right now. I don't know about you guys, but I felt like I was having a good time. I'll say uh, this was the mortuary anthology we watched was very focused around the mortuary, the death, and it, it yeah. told like the stories. This was that more of that collection of stories that didn't really connect. But the way it was told and the way it was portrayed, you hooked me because it was that whole 80s VHS, uh, B-rated horror movie vibe. But then every all these... And were, you're also in the video store. So like exactly. that ties everything. Every so single piece it. of that does make sense and connect because it's, it's right back mm-hmm. at the video store. Well, and- I think about where else better to have an anthology coming from than a VHS store. No, Thank especially you. where they... I mean... 
I feel like the majority of these films all had a very uh, 80s B aesthetic yeah. too. None of them were done to like, like top quality. And I think it was st- like, well, I think pro- it's top quality, but well, I think it, it, you're not looking, it's stylized? not about, uh, yeah, it's not the style. It's not the yes. style of, of, you know, exorcist or the mm-hmm. style of nightmare on Elm street or even the burning. Like it's not anything like no. that. This was, it's Meant stylized a certain way and everything looks great because it fits the feel of what exactly. they're doing here. And they all um, jumped enough. I liked it. Then we move on to another story, right? This one's called girls night out of body. <laughs> Where the three girls, uh, these three girls get together. They haven't been together in a while, so that apparently they do this once in a blue moon where they get together, get a hotel room, get drunk, and have a good time and just talk bullshit, play girls games. Night. Yeah, it's girls' night. Out um, of body. Opens up with them in the convenience store, and while they're looking for something to grab, one of the girls notices a giant lollipop, except this lollipop is in the shape of a skull. And there's a uh, it's it's in a display case and there's a sticker on there that says not for sale. And it's a giant orange lollipop, too. Yeah. Like very we, just we cut away to the outside. There's a girl waiting in the car. The other two come out. They head to the hotel. We cut back to the inside of the uh, convenience store. The lollipops missing. So one of them stole it. Mm-hmm. They're in this hotel room. But while this is all happening, we're also getting the viewpoint of a killer. This mm-hmm. person that's watching them, stalking them, following them, literally has a knife out while he's looking at them with the blinds open through the hotel room. And meanwhile, these girls are having a good time drinking. They see that they stole the lollipop. They start licking it. Uh, the one lays back in bed. She's not feeling too well, right? They put the towel on her head. And immediately, if you watch that scene, she's in the background with the, her hands up to the towel. And these other two girls start talking again amongst themselves. And in the background, her hands just drop. And her body goes limp. And I thought to myself, oh, shit, she's dead. <laughs> oh, I didn't notice that. Oh, yeah. She's not dead. Well, no. No. no she, she just... She just... I don't even know how to describe it. It's like that. a death mask, right? It was, it's like this skull mask. But it, it was her face. Was, yeah. And... It, it, I, the only thing I can say is like a transformation of some sort. There, there's no other way to describe it. She transformed into the lollipop, uh, a form of it. And I think I like the way you said it, a death mask, because the way it was made, the, the practical effects did mm-hmm. kind of make it look like a mask. But you could tell that it was supposed to be like their face. Yeah, this like this deformation. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it like it, it like it almost like was cup like popping off their face like the makeup on it was mm-hmm. good. yeah and then of course it was orange just like the mm-hmm. lollipop like vibrant so she's just walking around like hey how's it going with an orange skull and then the other one it happens to the other one because she had licked it as well and then the other and then the third is, is, is kind of terrified and then she's like you know what let me go for it and she licks it herself too well she licks it the the third girl licks it because she is gonna go kill that guy she yes. like see she sees that she's being watched by a serial killer or whatever murderer and she's like all right fuck this we're going to do it together and she takes a big <laughs> lick and she's like let's go and the three of them murder him again it's one of those things where like what i did not okay. see that coming yeah nope. no you're not expecting that you're expecting her to run in horror or something but nope she just joins her friends her her, and her really nilly is just like sure <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you. So, Amber, as a female, was that an empowering kind of film, like a little vignette that was just like, "Fuck yeah, good," right? Or, I or because liked for it. me, I felt like that was the message. The message was like, like 
the dangerous woman. Like, don't, 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 you know, don't feel like you're, don't, don't take advantage. There's no, like, it's one of these things of like, what am I trying to say? Um, don't count her out, right? Like, mm-hmm. you think you might be the one stalking her to kill her, but so she's about what? to turn vicious on you. Yes. She, right? She's the real thing you got to be worried about. Yeah, you think it's it's about like she's licking the candy, right? You think it's sweet, but there's danger behind that. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Same thing. You think the girls are sweet, but they're dangerous. That's what I'm saying. It definitely felt for me like it had that kind of messaging, like a a girl power, like an empowering message for females. I thought it was cool. I really did enjoy it. I love the lighting of it. You know, very neon-y, a lot of the colors. Yeah, and it was very Pinks and purples. Yeah. But like neon pink, not just like, not Barbie pink. We're talking Mm -hmm. like... A pink with kind of like a red hue to it. You know what I mean? And on like a filming vibe there, because <laughs> I can't think of the better word. Um, the pink with like a little bit of red, it it's in the neon, it's again sweet, but also harsh. And and you can feel that vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we go into another movie. We go into The Night He Came Back Again, part four, the final kill. Oh my gosh! This Anthony, is, is this the one you fell asleep in? No. Uh, actually- yeah, he started to doze off at the very end. <laughs> no, of I this remember- one. I f- it should have been after this one. I started to doze off because I remember this one because the legs. I'm gonna tell you, I this one I think was one of my favorites actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. The noise of the killer was great. Well, it is it is funny too. So the idea is is, is there's um, these these kids where a kill again, the the way the title is is that it's almost like a Jason character. This is like the final time he's coming after them, except it was a trap. Like they literally did this on purpose so that this killer would come at them and then all their friends came out, overpowered the killer, they get him in the garage and then they proceed to go out of their way to try to kill this guy. Just oh, yeah. like in the movies. You try to kill a bad guy, he keeps coming back. So take care of him for good. Uh I, I, I love the the female, I don't know, the protagonist, the or the uh, the the girl's like, you know, you come after us all the time. And she just starts laying out all the all the horror tropes. All the uh the family get togethers, whenever I have a new boyfriend, all the parties, we go out camping, you're always there. You're always killing my boyfriend. I'm sick of it. <laughs> and it's like, all right, cool. I, I liked it. And then the, the, the ominous, just the laughter and the lack of just anything. It gave that, you know, the whole Jason vibe instead of the, the it was just the, that laughter, like weird thing. I just, I thought it was great. It was funny. And, uh, the whole, um, electrocuting him, shoving the rockets into putting him. Putting in the nipples. Yes. <laughs> what are you putting on his nipples just, for? This it's isn't a porno. <laughs> Crank it to his freaking neck. And it's just like, sure, why yeah, not? Yeah, shoving all the rockets down his face and mouth. Yeah. Oh Dude, gosh. it was. It was very cartoonish. You know, it, mm-hmm. it, it almost felt like you were watching Over a cartoon. The but they were making a point of how ridiculous it is that you could do whatever you want to one of these slasher killers. And they always come back. And yep. They, they definitely made it a little bit. I think this one specifically was a little bit more comedic than the others. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe on par with uh, the opener because it was just making fun of horror movies in general. Yeah. And mm-hmm. this one specifically was, I just think it was great. I really do. And every single time they, it, it's like they, they cut him in half and then half of him was okay. And then they cut him in <laughs> half again and then they came back and, it's like there were there was no way to get rid of him and then except like, the chipper the wood chipper well 
Well, exactly. Did but, it really get rid of him? Exactly. And but this was another one of those where it went over the top with the gore. Um, but yeah, and then the the thing at the end that you find out like it's the brother. <laughs> She's just like, oh shit, and then <laughs> and then she goes and just watches the the fireworks covered in blood, looking like Carrie. My gosh! What? When he's like, "Oh, I'm your brother," and she's like, "What?" And then it's just wood chipper and blood. Yeah. It was great. Did you, uh, when you were watching this one, uh, where did you think that she was going to shoot him? Did when she had the gun and they were ready, the boyfriend. The uh, when she had the gun and she was ready to take him out. Did you think that? Oh, when, when she they blew his him? head off or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I thought she would. Well, no. I mean, before when he goes to grab. The uh, when he grabs the other guy, and she's he's just just choking out there. Were you expecting her to save him, or were you like, no, she's gonna wait? Oh, I, thought you, I thought you said something about shoot when he shot. She shot him in the head. No, right before. Oh, no, she, she was supposed it. to shoot. She was, him. she was waiting, but then was, she got like the whole like just just you have you have the moment. Freaking just do it. And but she thought yeah. he was cute. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's horrible. I think it's important that we just at least shortly discuss when he was cut in half and the legs were suffocating her friend and for some ungodly reason the new boyfriend decides to take his intestines and in in what hang like what was he planning on doing i don't know dude he just hung the girl <laughs> like he killed her it wasn't he even the legs it. it made no sense i think he was trying to rip it off of her and get some sort of leverage to pull it off yeah. of her and then didn't realize it was gonna cut like choke her out basically yeah. hung yeah. her yeah yeah that was an it was an interesting one um, i like this one this one was good okay because it was just there was no end to it i liked it mm-hmm. so this one the the last one in, in this one is called uh well, the last vignette was called So Much to Do. What'd you think of that? Talk about girl power. That's the one that I was like, this is fucking feminist shit. Go ahead and explain it because then uh, I just love that she literally beat the crap out of herself to win. It became so when I finished it, I literally felt like I saw I I saw bits of. Did you ever see um, Fight Club? Mm-hmm. I've never seen Fight Club. Okay, so that's an over the top male thing. It really is. But in the in in it is the idea that a guy is fighting himself and he literally beats the shit out of himself at points. Um, so yeah, dude, like this, like like you said, right? There comes this thing where. Uh, Something happens at the very beginning. I can't remember. This guy gets killed, right? And he doesn't want to be killed. He just keeps saying, I have so much more left to do. He didn't want to die yet. They don't want to explain anything. No, it was very mysterious. And it was this weird, these these two guys that look like they were Undertaker cosplayers. They totally look like the Undertaker, the wrestler, with the the big hat, the big brim. I took it more as like Men in Black Amish style. I wasn't even thinking Undertaker. <laughs> I was well, thinking that's, Men well, that's in Black Amish. That's what they look Amish. like. Like literally, they look like the wrestler, the mm-hmm. Undertaker, that, except not as tall. But they chase him. They get this guy and they kill him. And they put this like they burn the the Omega symbol in his forehead, um, and then they bury him alive. And then we cut to this girl, you know, she's on the phone with her friend and, and all this stuff start happening. This guy shows up and like you said, Amber, they start to fight this girl and this dude with the Omega symbol. All of a sudden, this becomes like the Matrix. Uh, if you go back and watch the Matrix, 
the all the the fighting in it you know what i mean all the martial arts fighting that's what this was it all of a sudden it, it became yeah. uh, a high action martial arts looking film with horror as part of like the cloak that they're wearing yes i think and sorry go ahead no i was gonna say i think throughout all of the different port like the different vignettes if we want to keep calling it that um it shows different types of horror movies throughout, which I really enjoy. And this one, like you said, was very action. And it also had like, I was thinking of Supernatural, like the show Supernatural yes, with the okay. Omega symbol burned into yep. him. That's what I was thinking the whole time. Um, but she really risked her life to beat his ass so she could take over her body back and she said i don't want any spoilers and she shut that shit down except she still got spoiled she, i'm so angry at spoiler. her friend for that <laughs> <laughs> she's she literally said you think i'm out here selling spoilers i'm not gonna sell you spoilers and then she she ruins it anyways i'm so mad at her friend for that <laughs> um so yes, so that ends that film. And oh yeah, she just kind of drives off into the distance with these two weird Undertaker guys going after her. And that ends that film. Um so you said Amber, this is one of the ones you really liked? Yeah, I really liked this one specifically. I just the the action part, which is so not me usually. I like the gore, but I think there was so much gore in all the other ones that this one was a nice refresher. Mm. So then we come back to our overarching story. Rad Chad yes. at the history or at the video store and this brand new clerk ends up not being a regular clerk. He literally attacks him and we find out he's part of part of a scientific group that's experimenting on serial kill a serial killer known as the Devil's Lake Impaler, um, which is under the video store. And so there's all these other people that are in prison there that are basically what you would see as horror characters, the jock, the stoner, the slut, the token black guy and the final girl. Uh, and Chad's a part of this, right? Um, and basically, we just see them trying to survive. And Chad being kind of like the viewer who already knows. This is where it felt more like Scream, where they yeah. already knew what they that, I think he even makes a reference to it. He calls himself the Randy, the guy that knows all the stuff in about horror movies. Um, did he? I, I think he did. I couldn't remember if Anthony said it, but I think you're right. Yeah. 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 He definitely calls himself Randy. Um but one of the things I loved about this is was the appearance of one of my favorite, favorite horror hosts of all time. And he's actually a part of Shudder, uh, you know, exclusively. Joe Bob Briggs shows up in this to come and help them out. Uh, um, Who, who's Joe Bob Briggs? Neither I, of us could he recognize did, I was him. Like, He's the Joe Bob Briggs. He's a he's a he's a horror host. He used to host like these uh, Saturday afternoon horror movies, right? He's like and one of the creature feature dudes. Yes, he's he's one of those dudes. He's he's very well famous from doing it for so long, and now he has exclusive contract with Shutter, where he has a show called Joe Bob's uh, Last Drive In, and it's him, him and Got Darcy it. the male girl where they present horror movies, and so they'll they'll do a lot of talking at the beginning then the movie will start about halfway or maybe a, a third through the movie it'll cut back to them and they'll comment on things give you background discuss this and then come back to the movie um and it's, it's on shutter so you can see all of the last two seasons plus the new halloween season they just started um anyway just seeing him was awesome i was just like oh yes this is amazing and i was wondering if he there was going to be any kind of showing from him because at the beginning when Chad is dropping off that guy with the cold open, 
his his little thing hanging in his rearview mirror is the picture of Joe Bob. It's a, it's his head. Really, oh. that's cool. So yeah, this movie took quite a turn in terms of Chad B. Again, right? We thought we knew what it was. It was a video store clerk and 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 this guy trying to teach this clerk the ropes. And really, it took a turn at the end, and it became this whole thing where there's this scientific group, there's this this evil presence, and then they're trying to survive this. Like, I was like, "What? This is so amazingly awesome!" What about um, the final like wraparound and the complete like full closure with exactly? Oh, oh, when the opener comes back to close it, I'm not gonna lie, that was the moment when I realized, oh, the opener opened the movie. <laughs> Yeah, right? it took me a second. Isn't it took that amazing? Me a good movie. It's so good, dude. It was so well done. This movie, the way it was kind of crafted and put together, um, and again, I just thought it was yeah, it was it was something else. But you know what? I also thought I loved the characters. I loved Rad Chad. I loved yep. Han, and I loved that weirdo dude. Because I thought to myself, in the vein of these creature feature guys, they could do this. Those three characters could have a creature feature show where it's always in the in the in the video store, and then oh, they yeah. present a movie for you, and you watch this movie with them, you know, button in just like Joe Bob. Uh, but dude, I loved it. I loved those. Char- like, I want more. I want more of those characters before it all went crazy and he became a scientist, you know, a psycho scientist and all this other stuff. I want to see Han, this kid that's trying to be a video <laughs> store clerk that thinks like, what the hell's happening in this video store? I want the weirdo guy that's constantly like, like talking shit to him. And, and you know what I mean? Like he's coming he's in messing talking- with him, flicking off the movies <laughs> <laughs> came in here. The movie wasn't on. Dude, Han. I really thought that guy was going to be like the hero. I oh, thought, you did? At I one thought point- he was going to be like a killer. No, I totally was like, at first I was like, okay, this is going to be a killer. But then like when they got out of the lab and they were outside, I was like, oh my God, Anthony, I bet this guy's going to like save the day because we all like pushed him aside. No. No. Dead. (laughs) Not at all. Not at all. (laughs) Very quick. uh, Impaled. He goes. Yeah. He goes. Wait. We missed a part about the impaler. The jock. Yeah. The way he died. (laughs) I was like. Oh, the Impaler rips his arm off, stabs him through the head with his own arm bone. That was splintered bone. I love that they did that because there are so many times in horror movies when they're going to like fight back with their hands. I'm like, there's literally bones right there. Snap one over your knee and start stabbing. Like... Someone finally go. used a bone to kill someone. That's amazing. I, I feel like you you never see like body. I mean, maybe I'm just not watching the right the the right horror movies, but I feel like you never see uh, limbs being ripped off too and like beat like the whole. You're beating me with my hands. You're beating me with my arms. Like you don't see that. You, like that doesn't happen. The whole stabbing and the like, especially like stabbing through the like how like you get stabbed and like how it is. You don't see that. Usually, it's like stabbed to the neck or. You know, your your neck or the chest or something. Like, never it's, you know. Right through the temple with your own arm bone. Amazing. That's how I want to go out. So, Scare Package. All right. Anthology film. We're going to let Anthony kick it off. Your last thoughts on it and your rating. Uh, We're going to be rating this film out uh, out of five VHS tapes. So. Okay. Your thoughts on the anthology film. What's your tell me your thoughts on it overall? What's your favorite one of all of those stories? And then how what's your rating? Okay. Thoughts overall. Uh 
for someone, if everyone listening, if you if you don't like horror or if you don't like anthology movies like me, you're you're not used to them. This is a great one to start off with. This is a great one to recommend, um, especially for the Halloween season. I, I love it. Uh, it's, this is a really good movie. Favorite one out of all the vignettes. Um, I really like the mutant, the toxic slime one. I think that I think, one time in the woods. Yeah, one time, uh, uh, one time in the woods. That one, honestly, thinking back on it, I like the uh, part four one. Like that one was great. It was a. Uh, I, I love the legs choke out, and then the laugh just stuck with me. Like the, the stupidity behind it, but honestly, the the comical interaction between the two masses. That one's gonna stick it out for me. I think that was one of my favorites because I wasn't expecting it. Uh, makes me want to go watch some trauma. So uh, makes me want to actually go watch some trauma films. Actually, this weekend nice. if possible. Uh, out of a one to five VHSs, VHS tapes, VHS t- VHS <laughs> tapes, VHS. Um, going part snake here. I'll give this a solid four point two five. Four and a quarter. I'll give it. You know. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Were you petting the pumpkin there? It looked like you were groping the pumpkin. I was He's like, "What's up?" <laughs> we can't see you grope. We almost, almost so close. Now you have one arm. You have a little nub. His feet. <laughs> oh. Grab my, my strong hand. Strong hand. My germs. <laughs> Amber, your overall oh, thoughts. Uh, your favorite one and your rating. So I love gore. Um, but this movie had a little too much gore for me Two almost two hours of, of almost all gore was a little too much for me. And I, (laughs) I don't know if it was a personal thing because I've been looking at like real gore and real person, whatever. It was a little too gory for me. Oh gosh. I don't know that was like the biggest point that was like, "Mm, I don't really like this, but I think I would have to probably just give it a scale of 10, be seven and a half. So let's do a three. Like, okay. I'm not going to watch it again, but I would recommend it for someone to watch once just to be like, oh, cool. I watched that. I don't know. Nice. I think my favorite, uh, I'm going backwards here. I think my favorite little uh, vignette, vignette portion short. I don't short. Know, like the short. My favorite short was probably. <laughs> I don't like gore, but I think it was cabin. In... <laughs> I think it was the woods one too. One time in the woods, yeah. One time in the woods. I think that was that's all the gore that I needed. Everything else was like, okay, we get it. There's blood everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they definitely wanted to go over the top with as much blood and gore. Uh, and it was, and again, it's when we say gore, it's almost a comedic kind of gore. It wasn't like, yeah. it wasn't like hostile gore. It wasn't it makes you sick to your stomach. Uh, yeah, yeah. No. So okay, for me, I enjoyed this. I thought got? this was a fun, a fun film. Uh, and then, and then it shows it shows the importance of all the different types of horror. So again, we discussed that you know you have all these other ones, whereas when you have horror that's comedy, and if it's done well. 
it's it's to me it's it's a classic right that's what happens uh i wouldn't say this is classic yet but i could see it getting to that status because this was really well done all of these vignettes the storytelling was great i think probably the weakest of the storytellings was was the girls night out one only because mm-hmm. it just switched out of nowhere and all be, and they grabbed him and that was it it was just kind of like oh okay so I think that was probably the weakest, but overall, it was really good storytelling. The overall story arc loved the characters so much, like so much that I wanted more. I was like, I want a TV show about these guys. I want a movie about, like, I want something else. I want more Rad Chad, and I want more Han. He called him his little Pikachu. Remember that? You go on, little my little Pikachu. It was amazing, dude. Like, you love these characters immediately. Um... So I really did enjoy this. I thought it was it was done very well. I think the act, even the acting, because you know the, a lot of these are unknowns, and when you do movies that are kind of like this and unknowns, sometimes the acting's hit and miss. And there were a lot of times where it was over the top acting, but it was the point, so it worked. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it was done, you know, really really good. Um, my favorite, I actually, it's a tie. I have to tell you, Cold Open was very smart. It was it was clever and it brought me in and I was and it set the stage for what was to come. So I knew uh, that was really good and I thought it was done well too. The filming, the way it looked, was done well. Uh, and then I agree with you guys. One time in the woods is 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 kind of like cold open set the pace. One time in the woods was like, all right, this is this is this is what it's about. This is it, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So I enjoyed it as well. For me, I'm giving it four VHS tapes. Um, I would definitely recommend it to people to check out. Uh, I would recommend it to people who are learning about horror so that you could say, you know, there's this type slasher, right? Then there's this type psychological, there's paranormal, there's religious, right? Like there's all of these kinds of uh, horror. Then there's comedy and then there's over the top horror like trauma or, or B, B style, you know, where they trying mm-hmm. to do it on purpose. So. Yep. Yeah, definitely I would recommend and I think it's it's going to be see for me it is I would be, I would watch this again. This would it have would to be, be something I put on again. Yes, around the Halloween season. I wouldn't put this on like at some point. It would be like around this time of year where I'm like, "All right, let me put this on and have a bunch of different movies in the background." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there you go. How many Got VHS it. tapes? 4. Is it 4 or 4? Yes, four sir. Nice. So, there we go. Scare package. Uh yeah, I got to say, Amber, I was thinking, I was like, I don't know if she's going to like this. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what Amber thinks because it was just over the top, you know, but it's a, you got it. You got exactly what they meant to do with it. So that's, that's awesome. Perfect. Yeah, I find uh, I've been trying to push myself outside of what I usually watch because I usually just watch like paranormal is my favorite. Um, sometimes I'll watch like a zombie here or there. I don't usually watch slashers um, and like murder kind of stuff where you're just running from a murder not like saw where there's thriller like questions um but this year i have definitely been pushing my uh my box open trying to get in more (laughs) shit (laughs) i've been trying to just surround myself with more halloween movies scary stuff originals so that's why i was more open to something like this and i think i like it better looking back on it than actually sitting and watching it if that makes sense oh yeah 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 for sure Mm -hmm. for sure because the more you process it the more you're like oh you know what i actually did like that you know you start to realize okay no actually that was cool um you said something about zombie flicks did you have you ever seen train to busan i refuse why Um, it's such a good one zombies 
I'm not afraid of zombies, okay? okay? I'm not really afraid of horror movies. They don't scare me. But I I just don't like all of the different types of zombies. And I also don't like pandemic kind of movies, especially okay. in this climate. <laughs> and You're then like, it's I, too realistic. It's just... I. It when I was a child, I was actually terrified of SARS. Um, like okay. I remember it enough mm-hmm. to be a scare, to be afraid, and that movie just says SARS to me. Okay, <laughs> so I got gotcha. you. I'm not a fan. It's phenomenal. It's considered it's, one of those top films in terms of they they did zombie movies and then they they made it its own kind like you didn't see anything like this before no. and that's that's why it's intense also it's 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 uh it's foreign anthony did you have dubbing or did you actually have the subtitles we actually watched it uh with subtitles when i when i saw that yeah i remember it's it good. was back for after Real dark days good. is it scary or is it like it's it's intense it's, it's intense it's super okay. intense it's a non it's a basically non-stop. a lot of so what you're really feeling is 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 what's happening with the people who are alive and what they're dealing with. And then obviously these things are happening, but it's dude, it's insane intense. It's so, so good. It's one one of the things I don't like about zombie movies is the whole, there is no rest. It is. You just have to constantly run. You constantly have to go. And this is one of those movies where train to Busan is, it is nonstop. I'll have to watch. I'm I'm it's planning on watching horror movies like good. all day tomorrow, so I'll have to try to watch some on the Halloween. But sweet, I'm down to watch tomorrow. zombie things. I don't know if it scares me or what. Maybe it is the fact that it's always going. I don't like my heart rate all the time. <laughs> like <laughs> I can't take a break. One of the things that pisses me off about zombies is like you can't. There, there's no way out. There's no winning, Mm-mm. and it just it, it just. You, that's yeah. Killer, you want that's you want, constant. You have to go. Go. You go. want to have a light at the end of the tunnel. You I, don't yeah. want to see a dead end and be like, "Well, we're just going to a dead end." I, I feel like zombie movies in general do not have like the sliver of hope that all other horror movies do. Interesting. And, uh, maybe that's why I don't like them. Interesting. Interesting. All right, guys. Uh, thanks so much for listening for another week of Chris and Anthony just can't stop. That was our thoughts on Scare Package and our thoughts on other horror movies we're definitely going to keep this thing going mm-hmm. man we like discussing horror movies like so we'll, we'll have a movies. once a month or or once every couple months we'll have amber come on and we'll we'll jump into something like this and, and review creepy. a movie yeah we'll get creepy dude um <laughs> you guys got anything to say before i head out anthony amber uh nothing to say other than listen guys if you're uh listen to us and you've been sticking through this whole episode Thank you so much. And uh, for me, head on over to the network at BICBP-radio.com and check out another podcast. We have a whole bunch of new shows hitting it up. And uh, go spread the love, share the share the downloads, share the listens. Exactly. I don't have much to say uh, other than download Shutter. It's, what, six bucks a month, eight bucks a month? And you really get your money's worth, I think. There's some really scary. There's some really campy. There's some really old school. And that's something that I really enjoy. Uh, also, you can always listen to my podcast, Fat Girl Jokes Podcast, on the network. Uh, we took a little hiatus. We're coming back this weekend for uh, what we'll find out on Tuesday. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Um, 
yeah, check it out. BICBP-radio.com. Loads of other podcasts. I also want to do this. I want to shout out another podcast. So on our network, we do have Retro Bliss. We do have the Squad Wipe Gaming guys. So there are some gaming podcasts for you to check out. But we also have a friend who uh, is now hosting a podcast themselves, a good friend of the network, an OG from day one, Timmy Mack, is now co-hosting a show called Gamerheads Podcast. So uh, you guys should go out and check it out. Support him. Let him know that you you know you heard about it. And and you and if you're into retro gaming, check it out. And or I think it's all kinds of gaming, gamer heads podcast. Uh, other than that, thanks so much for listening, guys. We will see you guys next week for another episode of Chris and Anthony. Just can't stop. We're out of here. Peace. <laughs>